0: Cameron Lazy, season two, episode two. Shane Ryan, Ariana, Ely, and Aaron. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing all right. Hanging in there.
2: Uh, did you notice that Duke hadn't lost a game until we uh, started podcasting
1: again? It might be us. It might be our fault.
0: Duke is 0-1 in the season two era of the Cameron Lazys. Um, listen, before we get going... Every once in a while, I don't know why people do this, but they send in, usually via email, they send in recordings of them auditioning for the Cameron lazies I've said time and again, the people that are here are the ones doing it. I'm going to be very clear. Nobody's trying to replace anybody or anything like that. Aaron. Still, we get these. <laughs> I, say,
2: I know you two are exchanging emails without me. How did she know to say that?
0: I don't know. I mean, that was... That was really... Yikes. So, listen, we're going to talk about the Ohio State loss. It was upsetting, but I, you know, this, I don't know if this was good, but this guy named Sal Arondisman and it's spelled exactly like Arondisman, but he says, it's pronounced Arondisman. He sent in a clip of himself kind of ranting and it's, you guys judge for yourself, but I think it's worth listening to and just kind of hear him out and uh, we'll talk after. But um, yeah, this was Sal thinking again, thinking he had an audition with us. Um, Let's hear what he had to say about the game. Hey, right, how you guys doing? I really appreciate you taking the time Listen to my audition. Uh, this is Sal arrondissement. You know my stuff. Uh, I was on WKLP in Omaha, Nebraska. The clip Salinas, California. WTLC. The talak. Um, and I'm just gonna kind of give you a sense here of what uh, what I bring to the table. All right, I watched that game last night. Duke, Oklahoma. What an absolute pathetic (laughs) showing by the Duke Blue Devils. I have never been more ashamed to pretend on the radio that I'm a fan of this ball club than I am right now. And I'll tell you something, I'll tell you something. I don't want to wait to the end of the year to get Coach K the hell out of here. He should be gone tomorrow. All right, if I was Duke's athletic director, whose name I have not bothered to learn, I would have gone to Cameron Indoor Stadium at midnight after that embarrassment, cleared out all his stuff, everything he keeps in there, memorabilia, posters, whatever he's got in there, bad game plans. No, I would have burned those. I would have burned the bad game plans. Everything else going into garbage bags. So by the time that man got home, came into his office for another week of complacency, all he would see there were five garbage bags. He's gone. I don't think we have a single NBA player on this roster. Paulo Boncaro, give me a break. Where was he in clutch time? You think an NBA team is going to watch that performance and say, oh, yes, please bring me Paulo Boncaro. He's going to be the guy to deliver for us. He's not getting drafted, folks. He's not getting drafted. Trevor Keels, abysmal. Trevor Keels was abysmal. I don't care how much weight that guy can bench press. I'd like to see him bench press a basket into the hoop for once, okay? He can't do it. This is not a Duke player. If I were Coach K, first of all, if I were Coach K, I would resign. But if I didn't resign, Trevor Keels wouldn't see another ounce of playing time. Playing time is measured in ounces. Now. All right. What Mark Williams. Mark Williams is a guy. I haven't seen a big man this week since that green character Gumby. From the children's shows, we all know Gumby. He was floppy and weak. That's Mark Williams to me. And if he's floppy and weak, you know who Polky is? Theo John. Theo John. You know, you know why they don't call him Theodore, folks? Because if you called him Theodore, you'd have to have a D in there and this guy don't play D. So you call him Theo. Wendell Moore, where were you? Where were you, Wendell Moore? Yeah, you were great against Gonzaga. Where were you last night when we needed you the most? You were nowhere to be found. Guess what? Transfer to Memphis. Transfer to Memphis. Maybe they'll have you there. I don't want you in Durham. Uh, Those are all the players I know, guys. And I realized I said (laughs) Oklahoma a couple times. Just imagine that I had said Ohio State. But anyway, that's kind of what I bring to the table. And um, just let me know when I start. All right, this is Sal Uh 2020 is now. We'll take your calls after the break. Well. Well. Yeah. He said a lot of things that maybe some of us were
1: partly feeling. Yeah, I mean, he's not entirely wrong with his assessment <laughs> of the game. Uh, yeah. So
2: I guess, you know, First, I'm just really glad that Sal got that out mm-hmm. right that he, he got it out of his system. he was able to to kind of work through it mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so that mm-hmm. you know, if we were to encounter Sal, you know we wouldn't have to hear it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it's like somebody doing therapy just right. getting all the horrible rage out from what happened. In the Is Ohio that State what game? the
1: Cameron lazys are becoming therapy for disgruntled Duke fans. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean today, right? I mean Okay. I don't know. Ariana, you start because we need some good sense here. You yeah. first of all, Aaron and I, we, we played a little game where yep. after five minutes you said, let's predict what's gonna happen. I Aaron and I were both pretty similar, right? Mm-hmm. We both predicted a pretty close win for Duke. Um you were the only one who said they'd lose yep. after five minutes and uh I don't know. I thought I looked like a genius until very late in the yeah. second half, but d- tell us what you saw and then tell us what the hell happened.
1: Your thing. Um, I think, so I'll start with the things coming into this game, right. That made me kind of feel like I thought that this was going to be a lose. Um, for one, the amount of energy and effort it took for us to beat Gonzaga. Um, like the intensity of that game was like, a you know, championship level intensity for a game. Um, And it was between that, the quick turnaround for a true road game against an opposing team at home with their crowd fully behind them, um, I thought was going to be a a tough order for this team because they've never had to play in that sort of condition before, right? They've only played... Two away games so far this season both of which were in kind of neutral sites madison square garden kind of a little bit of a home like court for us too um so there were those things going against us plus the fact that we were ranked number one in the polls uh i think that was kind of detrimental for us um because I think that puts on some pressure, right? Especially if you're a Duke team and you're number one, now there's the pressure, especially in Coach K's last season, to not lose and not let folks down. Um, And so we had that working against us too. And it also worked kind of in Ohio State's favor of them being like, yeah, sure, let's go take down Duke. We've been having a little bit of a rough start to the season, like this could be a turnaround point for us. Um, And so those things were kind of all uh, working against us along with the fact that we know that our team has cramping problems, especially when we're on the road, having this tight of a turnaround time, um, both in having to travel and having to like, you know, play another game. I didn't think that was going to do our guys any favors. Yeah. Um so those things combined with the fact that all day yesterday I did not want to watch this basketball game. I was like, "There's no way in heck we're winning." Um, and the first half, I was kind of like, "Okay, maybe they'll prove me wrong." Um, we had some moments where we were kind of weak in the lane on defense. Uh, their, you know, big guy was able to find a way to bark to back. Mark Williams down and get some easy buckets. Um, and they knew that like, if we were going to collapse on the, in the lane on him, that they could kick it out and get some pretty reliable threes. Our saving grace in the first half was our transition game. Anytime we got the ball in transition, was like, our offense was great. Anytime things started to slow down and stagnate, things got a little bit sloppy for us. Um, and so I was kind of surprised that we ended uh, up being up by 15 at one point. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm like, Maybe I'm wrong here. Um, But then, you know, Paolo started cramping. um, And like you could just tell that he, energy wise, he wasn't in it. And as the second half started to kind of progress, I think you could see that our guys had had. Played out the amount of reserved effort that they had left. We got super, super sloppy, a ton of turnovers, a ton of poor shot choices where we were just making offense way more difficult for ourselves. Like Jeremy Roach driving on three Ohio State defenders, like without making the contact to get a foul call, like probably not your best choice. Or even some of the jumpers that like Paolo was kind of taking, um, just, our shot choices were, were hectic and like really scrambled. Um, and then we just started turning the, like turning the ball over a ton and the fouls was like a really, really big issue. Um, at one point in the game, I think we had four players that had over three fouls and Theo John then fouled out. Um, and so, especially with Mark and Theo being in foul trouble, Ohio state just kind of knew that they could dominate in the, you know in the paint because they were either going to foul one of our other guys out and then we just wouldn't have had another option to put in um and so with our you know twos and stuff not even simple shots not really going for us um and you pointed this out when we were texting back and forth earlier we don't have a reliable three ball um and so i think we finished the second half 7 of 31 shooting and like you can't win a basketball game. Like we would have had to have pushed to be up by twenty something in order to win that ball game. And like mm. w- because we didn't have the energy once they started coming back and we started slipping, we had no gas left in the tank to try and come back. And it was just too late. And we ran out of time. I,
2: I mean, I think that analysis is fine. Um, wow, but thanks, Aaron. You're missing the absolute number one. What's the number one reason that we Please lost inform
1: me. Please mansplain it to me.
2: We wore the black uniforms.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say. It was the bad
0: luck. First of all, very good analysis, Ariana. Um, but I actually do think. Oh, it begins. No, no. I oh, actually really, I nice. actually okay. do think we should stop wearing the black. U- Honestly, I, un- un- no. Ironically. Like, yeah. Like at it, some point, just like you're, it, a curse is real. The supernatural is reality. Get rid of them. I mean, mm-hmm. every time. I mean, they're terrible.
1: Yep. Yep. Ter- and they don't even look that good. No. And right? it's like, I don't like the gray uniforms that we have. I think we generally wear the gray ones when we play home, but the, I would the even rather, yeah. Uniforms. Like I would even rather those than the black uniforms, but just because the black uniforms are such bad luck.
0: Yeah. Um, I, everything you said is right. Uh, what killed me about this game.
1: is That we should have won.
0: What killed me about this game is they weren't good. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like we were so much better. I, I really did think after that game, and this might be, you know, Homerism talking or whatever, but I felt like if you play that game 50 times, OSU is not winning more than two. It it was just like the perfect storm. How I saw this going, just based on the stats and based on seeing our perimeter defense, is that we were going to dog them on the perimeter. They weren't going to get anything. Like they would be able to get nothing going. And no matter, you know, how good. Liddell, uh, yeah. No matter how good he was, it, it really wasn't going to matter because we would just completely and we did. That's the thing we mm-hmm. we like completely contained them. And this was one of those classic games where you just couldn't deliver the killing blow. Yep. by By the very beginning of the second half, I had mm-hmm. this negative feeling, but I still thought we were going to win. Yeah. In fact, thank God I like we have our slack that we we go and thank God it wasn't on Twitter because over and over I was like. We're not going to lose this game. It's impossible to lose it because we're just so much better. But it's going to be like a frustrating six-point win type thing. Uh, And that's what it felt like. And then, you know, of course, they got a little lucky at the end. They made some shots that were complete prayers. But like you said, I mean, just utter complete meltdown. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, stupid stupid play. The whole game, even when we were up 12, stupid, 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 stupid. Like these mistakes that were just, I guess, young mistakes and Yeah, go ahead, Aaron.
2: Yeah, no, I uh, I don't have an in-depth analysis for this game. I'm not the, uh, uh, you know, you you all brought me in not for my basketball knowledge but for my good looks. That's right. Uh, On a podcast where they're very important. Uh, Thanks uh, for that. No. (laughs) See this this is this is they're bullying me again. Um,
1: (laughs) Sorry, Aaron's mom. Mom, mom, they're <laughs> bullying me uh, well,
2: uh what I was gonna say is I what I kept repeating in response to to your comments Jane uh, was we absolutely deserve to be punished for our mistakes and we just for the you know first I don't know 30 minutes of the game we simply were not being punished and uh, they were missing free th- uh, free throws they were turning the ball over uh, in you know in response to our turnovers um, uh, and I was like, other uh, shoe's going to drop. Now, this is probably you know part of my normal pessimistic uh, the y-
0: o- worldview, Old Testament worldview, yeah, was, was where correct.
2: where yeah. at some point you you do have to pay the piper. Yeah, um, and it finally happened. And I I was trying to believe your your take on it throughout. Like, oh, yeah, you know, at Ohio State's it's not good enough to to actually make us pay, uh, but but they did. Um, so I, I'm having a problem, and I I want. Uh, you two to to help sort it out, if okay. that's okay. Sure. Uh, it, which is that I was sitting there uh, last night after the game thinking, I don't know what to make of this mm-hmm. game. And in fact, you, you know, this happens to me. Uh, moments of doubt uh, when you're sitting alone, kind of in a dark house. And You're uh, doing great, man. You're doing uh,
0: really great. <laughs> thank you.
2: Um, <laughs> Uh no, but uh usually, you know, by the morning, uh my feelings about what's happened in the game have resolved uh, mm-hmm. to to some degree and I kind of know well, you know, that was a uh, a loss, it was yeah, a bad loss, but you know, I think we can grow from it or oh man, we're really doomed. Uh and as the day continued, no kind of overwhelming takeaway or idea about what last night's game
1: meant. I will as Oh yeah. So
2: I want you to try to yeah. each convince me what it means because I'm very, uh, I'm very suggestible. Okay. Like I will believe whatever you
0: tell me. I'll take the part of the prosecution who does their closing. No, no, you first. should just say
2: what you believe.
0: No, no, I am. I'm saying okay. I'm going to do my closing argument. Go oh, oh, you're just going to first. Well, North Carolina's backwards. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you're well. the defense and you will go first. I'll then the defense. I'll go first. Um, Okay, here's my. I have a tendency to react a lot to whatever just happened. You don't say. All hope is lost. Very Trump-like in that way. Whatever the last thing I saw is completely colors my worldview. Um, here's something I've always heard in tennis: uh, is that the reason they don't have like when you're a kid and like a kid is like a top prospect, they don't like to have him play too much above his age level. Because what they found is that there is something sort of like contagious about both winning and losing. And so, you know, a theory would be, okay. you know, we're going to play you against 18 year olds because even if you lose, you're going to like benefit from playing this high level of tennis. Well, what the truth is, or one thing that some people believe uh, is that actually it's really good to win. You know, it, because it creates a habit. I know, like how mind how, how shocking. Even <laughs> if, even if you maybe you're not playing like the level of competition you should be, it's good to win, and it's good to win because it like teaches you that what winning is, and it becomes mm-hmm. muscle memory. Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
2: I but, feel, but the counter argument, of course, being that you're you know you're fattening yourself up on on sugars less, and less uh, less skilled s- wins sweets. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Sweet, right. Sweet meats. Sweet meats. That's right. Um. um uh, that no, that you're you're uh, eating the fast food equivalent. Yeah. Of, of a victory, if you're not, you know, fully.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and so, and so well, yeah, what they try to do, you're completely right. They try to try to middle line. But basically it's like, don't just go play somebody where you know you're going to lose over and over because that becomes part of your psyche. And
1: right.
0: so, again, I look, you could look at any single national title team we've had and point to a bad loss during that year. So I, I'm trying not to get too carried away. However, a game like that, I just wish we would have won. I don't care. Even if you come out of it and go, Jesus, how pathetic was that? Or what, how frustrating was that game? Just to have simply the act of winning that game, I think would have been good. Now... Again, we did it against Gonzaga. We did it uh, against Kentucky. So, what com- if winning that game sent
2: the wrong message, though, that we could win yeah. even when we made so many
0: mistakes? See, I'm a classic New Testament capitalist version guy. I'm okay. a big fan of never paying for your <laughs> mistakes. I think. like Did you create a new version of the Bible? Yeah, Cap- it's, it's the capitalist
2: version. The, <laughs> the new capitalist the version. The new
1: capitalist testament. It's the
0: King Midas. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, installment. Um, uh huh but yeah no I mean I, I really you're probably right I mean because there is the school where it's like oh they're gonna learn from this and it was good for them to get knocked back and to see what it means uh but there's a part of me that's just like or like we can walk but on the other we can walk out there we can yeah.
2: play like crap and we can still walk off the court with a win it's gonna be fine I don't think that's a good lesson
0: you're probably right you're probably right it's better to stay like hey unless you take this seriously you're gonna get beat See, I'm now I'm arguing against myself. Okay, I feel
1: like Aaron is making my job. Both of you are making my job very, very easy. Um, so, I mean, one, like all day yesterday, I knew we were going to lose that game. Even when we were up by a lot, I was just like, I just don't think this is going to last. Um, so I have that going for me in terms of like why I felt good about things when I woke up this morning. Um, and I well, think, you felt good. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think this was a necessary loss yeah, for us. Cold I think blooded. We, Psycho, yeah,
0: that's that's whoa. Psycho whoa. shit. Psycho <laughs> shit.
1: I think we needed to lose that game last night because I think because we came out beat Kentucky, came out beat Gonzaga, the the gaze on this team right now is way above what this team actually is. And that's not to say that this team isn't really good, but this team is not an all-star team. This is a team where it's more similar in my mind to like a 2010 team where all the pieces need each other to win. And if any of the pieces or multiple of the pieces are failing, then we're going to lose a game. And I think that, that game last night showed just how true that fact is, right? We had Trevor Keels, not, showing up the way he needs to. Jerry Roach not showing up the way he needs to. Paolo Bancaro, not showing up the way he needs to. Mark Williams, not showing up the Let way he needs to. Let it be noted, she to. is pounding the table right now. This is, I, I am this indeed. Is, I'm very is, serious. Get, this, this is, is like getting I, in front of the jury
0: and yeah, smack why, I, the, I, I yeah. did
1: captain my debate team in college. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the first thing they teach you in debate. Just just smack,
1: yeah, yeah, smack the table. But I think it helped pull the veil off this team from, Mm. Oh my God, this team's so good. Oh my God, this team's so deep. Oh my God, this team has so many options. Oh my God, this team's defense is like stellar to, this is a team that really needs to work at things to keep winning. And they really need to Mm -hmm. gel together to actually pull wins off even if they're ugly wins right the thing about the Gonzaga game the reason that we won that game instead of winning the Ohio State game is because yeah we had a couple pieces that were down but then we had other pieces who knew they needed to show up more to counterbalance the fact that they had teammates not showing up so like Wendell Moore, Mark Williams in those games showed up big for us we didn't have those countermeasures in this Ohio State game once one wheel fell off multiple wheels fell off the bus and that's why we ended up losing and so I think this game highlights and emphasizes the fact that they all need each other in addition to highlighting the things that we now have to fix off the court so Things like Bancaro's hydration issue Which you know they are working on But the fact that he loses 7 pounds that's Likely so of water weight so in game That is so yeah. insane yeah. like yeah. That's a problem especially yeah. when you're thinking tournament time Where you're playing back to back and then you're traveling To another place to play more back to backs oh, Like yeah. if you're
2: No one ever cared about me when I lost 7 pounds of, of <laughs> Sweat in a game well, Did that happen to yeah, you? Yeah it did I would weigh myself before the game and after that's, the game It would be about 5 to 7 pounds different This is that's when you were bad. in a the, the mascot yeah, costume the, no. Exactly, That's and a, I had to go pad, do another right? game. Did you my cramp? S- oh, I cramp all the time.
1: See? <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah but, y- you, you know, living- it just
2: immobilizes me for several days. So, what, what's the big deal? <laughs>
1: yeah, what's
0: the problem? Um, so, you know, I
2: cramped in the Harris Teeter parking lot this summer. Really? It was horrible. Oh, Calf? God. Calf cramp? Uh, so, it was full, both legs. So I, Oh, my uh, God. We know this guy named Ivan, and Ivan convinced me to go play in a tennis tournament. It was the middle of the summer, you know? July,
0: August. You can't go
1: outside. No, it's and just we, too we, impressive.
2: we played, you know, probably eight hours of tennis. And finally coming home, I was going to go get my sandwich at New Jersey Michael's. <laughs> and I was in the the Harris Teeter parking lot. I get out of the car, and both thighs just completely lock up. Oh my I'm, sta- God. Like, I'm like staggering around, you know, unable to bend my legs. And, you know, this lady is just kind of standing across the parking lot being like... <laughs> What drugs are you on, <laughs> <laughs> Just so that loser? So that really so right on Hillsboro
0: Road, huh? So
2: really, no, no, it's different Harris Teeter.
0: Really? Yeah, I go to
2: I go to multiple New Jersey Michaels. <laughs> I There's a the New
0: Jersey Michael by a different Teeter somewhere else in town. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know that. The are they going to be our new
1: sponsor? Oh, okay. no,
0: no, no. James Jonathan's is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so Ariana, I I
2: really agree. I want so I guess I want to say I want to agree with you because I mm. I do think that being humbled is good for this team Mm
3: -hmm.
2: what I worry though is almost along the lines of what Shane said when they saw that one wheel came off all the other wheels started coming off how do you unlearn that
1: the Gonzaga game we already we already have that right now they have a taste of what happens when we don't have other pieces step up so they know the taste of we have a we're scrambling Things are a little bit dicey for us. We can pull this out and we can figure out how to do it. And they now have a taste of the exact opposite, mm-hmm. which they know that they, especially because they just got number one and then they got handed that loss in the same, well, within a day of each other. So do you think, you think it really,
2: that really gets to them that we were named number one team in the country? That really goes to their heads?
1: So I that's not, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, all right. Okay. I'm saying the combination of having that plus this loss where they knew, right? After having that Gonzaga game, Gonzaga game and like <laughs> you've said it like 5 times I know yeah. um and like knowing that they can scramble and pull out a really ugly win they knew that they could oh. do it during the Ohio State game and they didn't they
2: learned between, the wrong lesson
1: between that and it being like I mean they got the court stormed on them right like do you think yeah. that sat yeah. well with them no especially when they know that they could they know they can win that game and so Like, guaranteed, the taste of that loss is so maddening to them that they are now gonna know we're not gonna fucking scramble again, right? We're not gonna let the wheels come off the bus again. And especially for our like captains, right? This highlights what they need to do to show up for this team when we're having those scramble moments. Let
2: me, let me, I'm sorry. Let me, I have a question. I have a question too, but go ahead. ahead.
0: I just wanna make the quick point that. Or the the debate here is...
1: What does the win mean? What does the win- loss
0: mean? I, I, I think it's more like, how do you respond? Because your point was a good one, right? You're, like, you're convinced that they're going to come out of the This is going to piss them off. Mm-hmm. And then what Aaron's worried about and what I'm well, worried about is that they have seen the shape of how it is to lose. And that there's a certain trauma to that, I think. Not to use a a weighted term like trauma, but there's a certain like, you know, it's like a warrior going into battle can be fearless until the moment he gets injured. Mm -hmm. And the next time he goes into battle, he's not gonna be the same warrior ever again. You know what I mean? Like It's one of those things, but you know, these are young kids and everything. So hopefully they bounce back. I hope you're right. And I think it's all about the character of the Mm -hmm. the players, right? I mean, ultimately that's what it comes down to.
2: So let me ask, Mm -hmm. if you were Coach K, would you have engineered this loss?
0: Ooh, so would would you have seen? <laughs>
2: would you have sat through the first thirty minutes and said, "My boys are not properly being punished"?
1: Very good. very good. By
2: the Old Testament God. <laughs> so, I'm gonna make them lose.
1: I mean, n- I had not thought of it that way, uh, but also considering he didn't call a timeout before our last well, bucket so at that's- all. Honestly, that's
2: the moment I was thinking about. I was like, you know what? Did he just let yeah, it ride? Yeah. Did he want it? Did he want? Was it Keels who who jacked a three? Yeah. Did he want him to miss the three?
1: It's possible because I mean, so
2: because he has two weeks now.
1: Yeah. He has fourteen before days their next game yeah. until
2: the next game, mm-hmm. and I am I am really convinced that perhaps we scrambled and learned the long the wrong lesson, perhaps from the Kentucky game. Right, mm-hmm. where we, we kind of lost it, a, a, lost it. And then stumbled, ugly, in, stumbled yeah. into the win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, exactly. Stump, stumbled across the finish line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kizaya, a tough team. Yep. You know, I thought we, we actually did Played play a good game. pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the lesson that you can't just go out and lay an egg and expect mm-hmm. to win, I think is a really powerful lesson. Mm-hmm. And one that might, you know, now they won't see the court for two weeks, yep. mm-hmm. perhaps getting to your concern right? That, that they'll, you know, losing will become a habit, right? They'll see, uh, the, uh, the terror. Yeah. Right. They know the terror now. Um, you know, maybe in two weeks you, you get that drilled out of you, right. And yeah. you start building new habits with whatever team, you know, we've got three, what, three cream puff yeah. games,
1: South Carolina state app state, and then Cleveland. No, state.
2: no disrespect meant to the bulldogs. Right. South Carolina state. Yes. Okay. Nice one. Mountaineers. And then I don't know. Cleveland. Uh, state. It
1: looks like the Vikings. Okay. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Yeah. Um,
0: that's where the Vikings landed when they came over. <clears throat> there you go. Cleveland it. state, yep. mm-hmm. state <laughs> of Cleveland. <laughs> state.
1: Yeah. No, it's very, the famous.
2: university
0: was already there. Right. <laughs> um,
1: uh, but to your, to your point, Aaron of like kind of letting this happen. I mean, I will say a couple of, of things that I've like seen of coach K in my history being a Duke fan is that one, He has a good sense of what his players need in order to motivate them to grow in the ways they need to grow. And two, he does have them learn tough lessons on their own, right? In terms of like if they're like scrambling and he could have called a timeout, but he chooses to wait on it because it's like, I'm not always going to be there to save you. You all are going to have to be able to figure this out on the court together. And so considering those habits and those tendencies, well, it might not be that he like orchestrated this loss to teach a lesson, but he might've seen it as a, you're going to have to learn what to do in these situations to win. And so I'm going to let you try that out and see how it goes. And if you lose, we've got two weeks to fix it. And if you win, we've got two weeks to fix it because that was an, ugly like even if we had won even that would have won. been a
0: hideous win we we honestly would be sitting here i think we can honestly say if we had won that game we'd be sitting here going that sucked yep like that kind of sucked in a lot of ways great that we won but we, we just it never stepped, yeah it, it would have been, it'd be the same thing except not quite as dire um and yeah the margins between winning and losing are very small in that game right mm-hmm. it's just them hitting a couple shots at the end i
2: all right so now after all this what well, we spent what 10 minutes 15 minutes talking about this yeah probably all right so where um
1: I'm optimistic about it. Okay. I think it was a necessary loss that we will grow from and learn from.
2: And possibly
0: one engineered by Coach K. Yeah. Potentially. Mastermind. coach The Coach K is God theory. I like that. Every yeah. single thing that happens <laughs> is intentional. Good. The Zion team lost to Michigan State in preparation for this year. Right. It showed them like even the most like the team like unbelievable players were going to be top Zion five. Zion had to be sacrificed so that this
2: ha- team could win.
0: It is it's a great chess master sacking the queen because right. he's going to checkmate yep. them. The COVID
2: nineteen yeah. pandemic
0: that he had to ravage the earth <laughs>
2: in order for this team. So okay, Coach, Coach K, K
0: was in the Wuhan bat markets <laughs> very shortly before all this happened. Whoa, he this was doing breaking yeah. news. All right, New so word.
2: please please give me your. uh, uh Give me your list. Okay. So I, you've been looking at this thing.
0: Well, I just brought it up because I did some research. Um, this is the pessimistic point of view. I'm going to warn our listeners, trigger warning. Um, it's not cool to say trigger warning, isn't it? Cause it sounds like a mocking trigger warning. It does. Yeah. yeah let's, no, not do that. Let's, let's just like, let's cancel me um, for good this time. Uh, okay. So we'll I hire Saul. <laughs> it's Sal. Sal, excuse me. <laughs> no, Apparently, but we'll, I can't say my we, A's
1: uh, correctly. Gonzaga. Which like we have to curse your whole life Fall, with, your, with your own name, Ariana. We have to, but <laughs> we, When we get him
2: on the podcast, we we do have to make fun of him. Make fun of his name, mispronounce it all the time, oh, yeah. so that he, you know, learns that he's the
1: he's the new one we yeah. believe. I would
0: imagine he is he's somebody finally, who's super sensitive about having a yes. French last name. Oh yes. yeah, he says it, arrondissement, He says it really. He kind of grumbles he tries to, it. Yeah, he knows get people it. are ready to go. Ooh, yeah. 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 Okay, so here's here's the thing. I'm getting sick of uh, <laughs> to turn my <laughs> inner cell on. No, but you know, the, the Zion year we were a really bad three point shooting team, and it was one of the few times in our lifetimes yeah. of watching Duke that we've ever been bad at shooting threes. I went and compiled a list of national champions from the last 20 years and looked at their three point shooting percentage. And there's They're been
1: probably all decent.
0: Yeah. There's been 20 of them. Um, there've s- been
2: 20 national champions in the last it? 20 years.
0: Can you believe it? Wild. <laughs> that <laughs> is news to me. So I looked it up starting with Duke in all one, um, just manually. And then Ken Palm has the rest, uh, there have only been three instances where a team shot below 35% for the season for three. A lot of times they're like really high. Mm -hmm. Um, Baylor last year was the best in the country. Um, You know, Duke, when we won in one, we were 27th in the country shot 38.5%. I'm sorry.
2: Who won the championship in 2020 on your, uh, on your
0: Tarleton state. I see. That was the canceled year. It's a little joke. Yeah. A little joke. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so Duke in Who 2000 actually
2: won the championship in 20. Was there no? There was no tournament. There was no, there was no, tournament.
0: no tournament. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's with us, folks. He's with us. i actually. It. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I fooled myself so well <laughs> that I was like, <laughs> actually, the what,
1: season?
0: <laughs> I just want our listeners to know, like, this is a microcosm. When you're trying to make a point on a podcast, there <laughs> you never this get is to like, make This it. is the epitome. <laughs>
1: You <laughs> will always be interrupted.
0: It's like, yeah, it is like Sisyphus pu- pushing a rock up a hill, except like he's being <laughs> pecked at by bats as he tries to do <laughs> it. Yeah, but
2: the challenge of the, of the present is we must imagine that Sisyphus is
0: happy. That's right. Who that's what, who I that? think that was um, Albert Camus. Camus, that's that. right. Yep. So Camus. Shane
1: is very happy trying to make his point, and we are badgering him. That's fine. <laughs> what, be, I, actually, I
2: actually, I've already prepared like three or four follow-up questions. For I love it. Just based, because I saw the list. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. I saw the list. He, he, I, he knows. This would be shocking. I don't have a follow-up question, but I do have a fun follow-up point for after this. It's okay,
0: so... Point being, only three teams had less than 35%. One was Louisville, when they won with Russ Smith and Peyton Louisville. Siva. Louisville. Uh, and they had, obviously, two great guards. Mm-hmm. That One was UConn, the Kemba Walker year. It was really fluky. Uh, they, they caught fire. And the other one was Syracuse, when they had Carmelo Anthony. Okay. And they shot just below. So, again, not a team anyone expected to win the title that year. They had a great run. So those three teams, I think, are pretty exceptional. Everyone else was above that. All three of those teams that I just mentioned, the exceptions, are shooting better than Duke is right now. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that if you're a good three-point shooting team, you're going to win the title, clearly. It does mean if you're not a good three-point shooting team, it's really, really difficult to win the title. I think, like, you know, we can debate about whether Dukes can actually improve. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they have three more cupcakes. Let's see where we are by the time we get into Mm -hmm. ACC play. I don't think it's going to improve that much. I just don't think it's that good. So that makes me worry. Forgetting OSU for a second. Yeah, if we had shot a couple more threes, we would have won, but there's a million other things that went wrong. Um, but forgetting that for a second, looking long term, that actually panics me a little bit. That actually makes me think like, this is going to be, uh, you know, you're not going to go through a tournament without having a bad shooting night. And when that happens, you're going to have to get super lucky to go, to go on a title run. Anyway, I just want to throw that out there that that actually surprised me that there, I don't know if that equals causation, but there's a shit ton of correlation Mm -hmm. there. So Uh, question one. Yes.
2: Why 35?
0: You know that is a good question, and this is somebody's going to have to fact check me on this. But okay. I believe there's a certain percentage, and I've read this above which it is smart to shoot three pointers, and below which is inefficient. A certain perfect ratio. Yeah, exactly. So if you're above, and I, I think it's around thirty five percent. It might be slightly higher, but if you're shooting as a team above thirty five percent, it is generally a, generally a good strategy to keep shooting threes. Below that, if you're shooting thirty three percent, I know that's just not good. If you're like Duke, which is thirty two point whatever, that's also not good. They
2: say that there was a. Sacred chord that David played, and it pleased the Lord.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. So that that that's what you're. Saying. It is um, uh,
2: second
1: question. Mm-hmm. I know a, a guy that does sports stats that could maybe help us on that. So after oh, yeah. the after the pod, I'll ask you to kind of write that down, and then I'll send it to him, and he can probably make us some yeah definitely. graphics I'll, and things to honestly, try and figure it out.
0: Honestly, it's probably Googleable too while we're here. But yeah, yeah that fair. that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh,
2: second question. Yeah. What is the mean number? of shooting percentage across all the national championship teams. When you take Tarleton it, State... Yeah, that, where they shot 100%.
0: I would argue it's probably above 37%. Yeah, so like 38 maybe.
1: Yeah, so you need to shoot. Maybe a
0: little lower, yeah. What's the uh, what's the median? The median would be... What's the mode? Well, we did mode, right? <laughs> that's the same no. as average. No, that's mean. They're oh, all no, averages. Oh. Mo- They're, mean, median, oh, the mode. mode. The mode is 38.5. <laughs> it happens twice. <laughs> Duke and UNC <laughs> in back-to-back years, and no uh, nine. And I nine see seven. what I'm
2: looking at. I'm seeing UNC in 17 with only 20 or 35.5, and my kind of um, yeah, that, that's, unin- un- that's on the low end. My yeah. uninformed said, "Well, well, if we just get to 35.5, we'll then be we can
0: okay. we have a chance, yeah. right? I'm sure. What, um, are we, what
1: are we at this season, Shane?
0: 32.7. Okay. Right now. So
1: by the way, here's interesting. Duke, Duke enough, I think. Duke three to, titles, but
2: we could lower our n- denominator.
1: Shoot less of them to have
0: a and
2: make percentage. more of them right just now go,
0: just go one for one every game the rest so of the okay so
2: actually so uh, your stats are flawed um because we don't <laughs> this know is the- now
0: a math podcast <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> we don't know
2: the denominator um for all of these, like what what is the volume the amount of, of threes the
1: threes that were being <laughs> yeah, shot? Let's for a whole
0: season, so unless they were just like not shooting. Well, no, but I'm certain. Certainly, there's some variance in the numbers. Yes, probably. But okay. the point being, he, here's interesting: Duke's three national title teams. Mm-hmm. This thirty eight point five percent, thirty eight point five percent, thirty eight point seven percent.
1: Interesting. There is a certain
2: perfect ratio. Yeah,
1: yeah. There is. Interesting. Here, um, you guys talk for a second. Okay. You guys talk. I'm going oh, to look up the perfect ratio. Cool. Okay. Um, the thing that I was going to point out before, yeah. so Shane, you mentioned uh, earlier that like you're sure that previous Duke teams that have won have had like bad losses, and I made the comparison of this team to the 2010 team, mm-hmm. in just in regards to all the pieces need each other. And so I looked up the schedule for the 2010 team, and in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, they lost to Wisconsin at Wisconsin, oh. 72-68. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Almost exactly like.
2: And they're also a red.
1: Seventy-three, I'm sorry. So almost exactly the same score as this one. Wow. And then okay. we went on to win it all. Not saying that that's going to happen this year, but.
2: Yeah,
0: I, <laughs> I'm i not going to find this one. I like on. one of
2: the Google, w- when are baskets worth three points in basketball? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, even I know oh, the boy, answer Google. to that one. <laughs> Choose a new sport. <laughs> yeah, uh, Google is not in my level yeah. right now. Um, but, but yeah, I, uh, you know, look. These things I, I overreact to everything and that's just my natural uh state of things but I think you I think you're mostly right Ariana and you are too Aaron I'll give you both credit. Well, I didn't even have an opinion. I know but you, everything you've said just uh, it's hitting the right chords today. Um, see, Hannah? Oh we even shot. I'm so nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, all right well uh I can we use this moment I have some corrections to issue.
0: Yeah, please. I was going to I would, like at some point I want to do positives from last night because I think oh. there were a couple. But Oh Really? What, do you, what do you want to what do you want to no i just they're very
2: quick my corrections yeah. uh first of all cameron lazies uh deeply regrets the error um we uh stated on the last podcast that trevor keels um what was it Benched. no i'm I, no no nope, no nope. i was trying to get shane to say it again no, no he didn't say he
0: didn't take the bait
1: he did not. He's just staring at you, you said, with like yeah, blank he said, uh, eyes.
0: He doesn't even remember. <laughs> what, what is, Oh, Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah that's right. That's I, right get it, that's I get it. Right.
1: Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> I get it. I was hoping that that
0: would disappear into the yeah. abyss of so, it would never be found until I ran for higher office. Sure. <laughs> and uh,
1: then somebody blackmails you with that audio clip. Just all over Fox News and me going.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'll yeah. be, that'll, that'll
2: be a widespread viewpoint by then. I think that's
0: true. Yeah. Um, we actually okay. Go, so he's
2: he's not 19 years old. He's 18 years old,
0: even younger. So oh, we okay.
2: we learned we learned that last night. Uh, uh, second, uh, about the bench press, uh, he this record must have been it was the 19 reps yeah. at 185 pounds. This must have been a freshman record for mm-hmm. this because I also learned that Theo John did 26 reps at 185 pounds. He looks like a man who could do 26
0: reps. Yeah, 100. And that that pounds. too was that was the all-time record. Yeah. Right? So
2: that is that surpassed Sheldon, Sheldon Williams', Williams. Wow. record of 25 uh, on that particular weightlifting metric. So Cameron Lazy again, we regret the errors. Uh, you know, blah blah blah. Um,
1: Theo John, do not come to Aaron's shed to outlift him. He actually, will...
2: Theo John, I honestly, of all the guys on this team, He'd I would okay like I that. would like to hang out with Theo John. He I does think seem probably cool. The most cool.
0: Yeah, I'd like to hang out to sing our Delta Dawn version. Yes. Theo John, um,
1: I fully support this. We're going
0: that'll be, that'll lead a podcast <laughs> one day. and will be so long that you never listen again. <laughs> Here's a question I have for you, based on Keels and John. Do you guys see uh, last night where the, he has like a Keels mode tattoo? Keel mode. Mm-hmm. Keel Keel mode. Okay. Um, like kill mode. Yeah. No. It... Oh, <laughs> I actually, didn't pick that up. <laughs> 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 Makes total sense. Um, do Is we that have... a video game thing? Kill mode.
1: That sounds correct.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm not a video. No, gamer. none of us are video. No, no wonder. No yeah. wonder this works. Yeah, yeah. None of us have
2: been infected by video the games. terrible exactly. scourge. Exactly.
0: Well, you and I both have wives, so obviously yeah. we're not video games. I've
2: heard that some guys who are married play video games. No,
0: they do. They do. I,
2: <laughs> I don't know how that works, but
0: <laughs> um, do we have a problem? Serious question. With our most aggressive people on our core our most aggressive personalities being the guys you don't necessarily want i'm thinking of keel's last night like some of the stuff is like really bold and you're like i love that attitude but i wish like paulo had it yeah i wish yeah linda yeah. Moore does have it i mean and i think paulo will too i'm not saying he's like a timid you know what's it called wilting daisy shrinking violet no, shrinking no That's it was not wilting daisy i'm gonna, I'm gonna go with <laughs> it's wilting the daisy. new one
1: wilting daisy <laughs>
0: He's no wilting daisy, but. It's
2: fresh as a daisy.
0: That's right. Fresh and as a daisy violet. And a shrinking violet. Violets famously shrink. Um, I, yeah, I, I sort of like. He gets that killer look in his eye, kill. And it's always a. So far, it seems disastrous. Yeah. Um, by the way, very funny when he banked in a free throw last night. Oh my God. <laughs> oh that, my God. <laughs> that was hysterical. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I was wondering about that. Like, do you. I don't know. Are, are the wrong guys timid? Are the right guys aggressive? Or is it just like a sort of kind of like small sample size thing I should shut up about?
1: Um, I I think in part the... Because Keels and especially Theo John are like so aggressive, it kind of makes the intensity of the other players seem lesser. Mm-hmm. Um, even when they too have like a good amount of like aggression and like kind of drive to them. Um, I... Like, your point about kind of wanting Bancaro to have a little bit more fire, I think that would be really good for us from a, like, leadership energy standpoint um, because he touches the ball so much. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine, my friend Scott, made this comment about Wendell Moore during the game last night. And, like, yes, Wendell has way more confidence that he has had prior seasons, which is awesome to see. But he even still has this, like, especially because, like, Trevor Keels can get – out of control very quickly. Yeah, and very like, quickly. Wendell has kind of a calm, matureness that he then brings to the court, even yeah. when he is like driving and kind of chasing after balls, diving after loose balls, etc. Um, and so, even for him, if he could like take just a little bit of Trevor's fire and like Trevor could kind of downplay the chaoticness a little bit. Yeah, I think that would be helpful. I think it's all about finding the ways to channel their aggression so that it's in balance with the intensity of their teammates. I think that would be really helpful. And like, you know, thinking Theo John and like Mark Williams, right? Theo Johns barely sits on the sidelines during games. He just stands there looking like he wants to murder the entire <laughs> other team. I really like that. Yeah. I and if, really like, like that. If Mark Williams could have a little bit of that fire too, I think yeah. that would do dividends for him playing in the paint. And I'm sure he's learning some of that because I'm sure when they practice, like Theo Johns, who he's going up against. And so I just want more of that to rub off on Mark as the season continues.
0: Favorite moment from last night. Uh, we watched Zed Key pretty much physically dominate Mark Williams the whole time. Yep. My favorite moment was when uh, Trevor Keels drove, got airborne. Zed Key went up to challenge him and absolutely got knocked on it. This a huge 6'8 dude, yeah. like really muscular, strong guy, got killed. I mean, he's just like, Keels is such a tank. Mm-hmm. I like that. And he's so good on defense and yep. all that stuff is great. Also, positives, we did dominate their backcourt. Yep. We did. I mean, yeah. that, that's the thing. Like, it, it went like it should have gone until all the bullshit started. And that happening. makes it
1: like more frustrating. The yeah,
0: loss. but we were. I mean, they were out of sorts. How many turnovers did we get? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. it was just. It was just so close to breaking that game open. Yeah, that's what makes it so hard to take. But that is like a good sign. Um, and then on, back on the bad sign, we should just say like Mark Williams just physically was out, out man. Yeah. kind of, like, kind of looks like the Kentucky game all over again. My opinion.
1: Yeah, sorry. I was trying to look up how many turnovers we forced. Um,
0: While you're doing that, and speaking of corrections, mm. two of our boys, two of our friends, our boys, our boys oh. n- Noodles <laughs> and Worst, um, have taken it on themselves to be our professional ombudsman. Uh,
2: Ombuds persons.
0: Ombuds persons, that's right. And uh, So they they kind of went through the last episode, and I think this is going to be a really valuable service for us. They went through the last episode and um, you know kind of saw where we went wrong, issued a few corrections, okay. and were kind enough to record it and send it in uh, for a segment that they're calling the Under Four Timeout.
2: Well, let's hear it. Although, uh, while we're getting there, can I ask a question? Sure. Is there do they have like a tip line, like an anonymous tip line? Oh, I mean, like he, that maybe a host or my, I don't know a person could.
1: Who, um, who do you who do you have complaints about there, Aaron?
0: I think, uh, I think we'll see. <laughs> All right, here's the under four timeout.
4: We're here, the under four timeout. I'm worst joined by I'm, noodles. Yes, We're here, I'm noodles. We are here to fact check this podcast. We're the ombudsman, the ombuds people, and like our previous president, the amount of work that we two ombuds people have to do is tremendous. But we are here to sift through what we hear on this podcast and tell you what's true and what's not. So, Noodle, start us off. Yeah, I mean, I think you really can just, you know,
3: at the end of this, I think we're going to look like Jake Tapper and Don Lemon, you know, by the end Mm -hmm. of the presidency, just Shouting into the wind, no one, no one caring. But you know, we're gonna, you know, we're really gonna dive in here because it's important yeah. that the listeners, you know, aren't led astray. Um, so you know, just right off the bat, you know, we had a lot of talk there about Duke last year and you know whether the season existed or not. But you know, something really jumped out to me that we had a transfer to Wichita University. And uh, Chris, there is no Wichita University. No. I don't know if you know not that. Not real. Um, not not a real place um I, I don't know where aaron got the idea from but you know i don't know if he was thinking of friends university the falcons the fighting falcons um you know uh or maybe new the newman jets you know both in wichita but i uh, you know I, I don't know where he got that from and let me tell you i checked the rosters there's no duke transfers on any of those teams wow. so
4: I, wow. I i really think he was just out of nowhere there. well thank you for checking on that and letting us know I um, also wanted to mention there was some talk about Emil Jefferson and whether or not he was a teammate of John Shire. He was not a teammate of John Shire. Emil was a freshman in the 2012 2013 season. And then Shire joined the coaching staff the year after that. So they were, uh, Shire coached Emil, but was not his teammate. So there you go.
3: Yeah. I mean, it does, it does feel like Emil is very old. So I mean, nice. I, I can understand the mistake, but you know, these are why we fact check. You know, because right. people can get confused, honestly. That's right. Um, and then you know, there was there was some uh there was some racy talk on the podcast this week. Um, you know, first off, I mean Aaron, Aaron is talking about uh, you know, Duke playing in their underwear. And, and you know, I, I don't know. I think Aaron's probably watching a little too much lingerie basketball league. Um, and maybe he just got confused and thought that was Duke out there, but no, very different. Uh lingerie football league, another one that exists, but you know, it, it gets very confusing. Um, so I, I just want to make sure that people understand. They're playing in uniforms. They're, they're not actually playing in their underwear. Thank you. Um, And then, you know, we a lot of, lot of talk here for, out of Shane Ryan about the sexual prime of keely keels. And the problem there is, you know, there's been a lot of research that's gone into this. Uh, you know, all yeah. oh, sexual primes, you know, about when they're 18. It's like, you know, that was a study that's been debunked for years. Uh, so, you know, a, a man's sexual prime is just Uh, Unknown, really, but really at best, best guess, late 20s. So, I mean, will be well into his NBA career before he hits that peak. And, uh, you know, I I think we just need to be, you know, more open to sexual fluidity.
4: You know, they just need to go ahead. Like we say, they're just freshmen. Be patient. Don't rush them. Let them grow into their game. Absolutely. And I mean, so if we're
3: going to have this kind of sexual talk on the podcast, I just think it needs to be accurate.
4: Totally agree. That's why we're here. A couple of quick ones. There was some uh, mention about the leading score of the Kentucky game. That was Trevor Keels, the sexy Trevor Keels. Um, Boncaro had a great game, but it was Trevor Keels with the leading score. And then there was some confusion between all three of them about when Jeremy Roach got his points in the game. He had that floater against Gonzaga in the lane that tied it. The very next play was when Wendell stole it, got fouled. We took the lead, so we scored like four points in seven seconds. And then at the end of the game, under a minute was when he had the layup to kind of clinch it. So yes,
3: that our that our friend David called the clutchest
4: layup in the history of the program. Arguably he's right. You know. Yeah. It is Um, arguable. That's true. So I think that wraps
3: up our work this week. There is Yeah, we really It's important that we talk about the last item here. You know, I I know we're over our four minutes here, but this is something that, you know,
4: just has to be talked about because it's an important topic. It does. And we, I'm glad you mentioned it. We don't want to ignore it. We don't want to fuel the fire of rumors, but we also take our job as fact checkers seriously. So we have to talk about the Matt Painter situation. And Noodles, I know you and I both spent a significant amount of our workday today looking into these rumors, you know, checking deep, in the dirt on message boards and we found no evidence at all in either direction about Matt Painter and his diapers and his incontinence. So for now we rate this claim a maybe. All right.
1: <laughs> noodles, noodles and worse. Thank you. I feel like um, but who's watching the Watchmen. Yeah. I, I feel like there were uh, some things they said that misrepresented uh, what we said in our last podcast.
0: Okay. Go on.
1: Um, so for example, the discussion of when Jeremy Roach scored his baskets yep. in the Gonzaga game, uh, Aaron, you were yep. like spot on with that in regards to his floater. Correct. Yeah,
2: so fact check, fact check you.
1: Boom. Your yeah. fact checks. And, uh, I was making the
0: point that Paolo Banquero uh, he was the second leading scorer, and that's what reminded me uh, of the UK game with Zion, because Zion was also the second leading scorer. Mm. So fact check right back at you. I said what I meant to say. I knew Keels was the leading scorer. However, I do feel like they were fair and just on the Matt Painter issue. Yes, and so, that
2: yes, no, and I have a follow up. Okay, uh, and you know perhaps we'll we'll leave these uh, you know rumors, suppositions. Who knows, uh you know, where they are, but what I want to know is if we were to ask Matt Painter right now, what diapers he would recommend mm-hmm. for this Duke team that just shit its
0: pants.
1: Very good. Excellent.
2: Boom. He'd
0: yeah. have I mean here, I mean
2: you'd be figured it's a wealth of knowledge.
0: Here's the problem though, you you're getting into a real conversation there. He can talk for hours. <laughs> About the pros and cons of various, I mean, it is, in, don't get me wrong. It's interesting, but we all have lives to live too, right, you know? True. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you guys. Noodles Norris, That was great. I hope you guys do that every time. And also thank we you. should, we should have done this last time, but we have a Twitter account, Cameron Lazy's on Twitter. Uh, and we had a lot of fun two years ago when we did this answering Twitter questions. Yep. So. Um, yeah, shoot him out. Well, I made
2: a tweet today, and nobody even retweeted
0: it. Nobody even RT'd oh, it? Oh man, no. yeah, make Aaron feel better. Um, but really, I'm not the one that's doing <laughs> the show, tweet. Show oh, oh, wait, I just admitted I was you,
2: the tweet. You, you okay, definitely right. did.
0: This is my outlet.
2: I, you know, I got to get out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, okay. it's great. And yeah, just Thanks. send us a question, and we'll read your name on air. We we had a thriving um, Twitter base last yeah. year. Well, so, so we we actually did get a we got a tweet from James Smith. Do you remember yeah, James? Exactly. Smith? Of course yes. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, of course I listener. do. He, first
2: of all, he was very excited that we were back. Uh, and he says, I'm going to sound annoying. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. Yep. Um, <laughs> You're one of us, James.
1: One of us. One of us. <laughs> Google call,
2: Called this loss five minutes after the game Friday. Literally every player on the team played in the biggest game of their life on Friday. Won a great game. Had to go on the road. and Probably felt that they would be fine at half. Mm-hmm. Now, the way he ends this tweet is very curious. Okay. As they say. Shit happens.
0: Uh, oh. so what's going uh, on circle here? Back. What it, is going? This goes to the very the top, top. The very it does. bottom. It goes to the very <laughs> bottom. Uh, yeah, good, good stuff, James. Um, you're right, and uh, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, I think he's right, though. I think we have to keep this in perspective. We're a podcast, so we shouldn't keep it in too much perspective. But you know, no. when we when we stop the recording and go to our beds and stuff you know i think we should just sleep peacefully uh ariana i have been dying since last episode to hear the story that you have teased um from the romantic life
1: oh uh, yes um so recently i have started dating again um congratulations yeah, or or know, i'm sorry that one
2: uh- <laughs> yeah. yeah see i have my finger on the pulse um, of the of the dating life of the pinkies. young people i've been gone too long <laughs> yeah
1: Um, and so I had some friends, they made me dating profiles on dating apps because I have never been an app dater. Um, any of the guys that I've dated have like been guy friends. Um entrees, am I right? This is (laughs) no apps for this girl. Boom! (laughs) Nailed it. Um, and so I was like, I really don't want to do this. And so I just gave my phone to my friends and they made me a couple of dating profiles. Um and on one of uh my profiles I have that I have a basketball podcast, a college basketball podcast. It's like, if you can find it, then like, you know, so send wait, you me have a message. An, do you
2: have another podcast about college
1: basketball. I, I do. It's, it's I've <laughs> well, been keeping it a secret for the Lameron Casey's.
0: <laughs> really, I knew you two were doing a podcast. It's really good. <laughs> it's,
1: yeah. Like so we take like, all the best bits right. from here, Aaron. And then do them without you. I mean,
2: I'm still convinced that you all don't really release this thing. This is not recorded. That this is no.
0: right, We're just.
1: It's an elaborate this show.
0: This is like a writers' you. room where the right. two performers test out their material on a third like, party. Exactly. <laughs> it's See,
1: like you. You. What lands, what doesn't. Secret, yeah. secret focus group. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The minute Ariana
0: drives away from the driveway, she kind of turns around, <laughs> does <yeah>. a loop, <laughs> <comes> back, <laughs> and it's go time. Uh-huh. <laughs> um,
1: Okay, uh, so, so you put um, this, you
0: put the pod, that's awesome. Yes. You say, go find it if yeah. you love me.
1: Right. If, like you really, if, you're, if, you're, if you're actually interested, like if, if there's you true can love. find it, send me a message. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you what, man. If
2: I did that, I do not want anyone Googling me that deep.
1: <laughs> See, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have
0: Googled. <laughs> find out all you can about me? No. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's, See, you got to hide in plain sight yeah. like me. I'm too, like, you're I'm, too, yeah. It's too, too much material. To it's it. like the analogy I used last time, the, the company being sued. Here's eight billion pages of documents. Yeah. Good, Good luck, luck finding the dirt. Yeah, yeah. Good luck finding that needle. Yeah. In this giant haystack of a boy.
1: Yeah. Okay. So they don't. They don't have my like actual full name. So it's like they're not gonna like. Go, they can't just go I Google my name. I sure, sure. Um, and so I had a dude who like sent me a message. Um, and this poor man, if he's if you're listening to this episode, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> and also, if Ariana gets murdered tomorrow, <laughs> we're on to you, buddy boy.
1: Um, And so he sends me a message, and it says, "I can honestly say I was a fan of Cameron Lazy's long before coming across your profile. I loved the Vern's hand comment. Ha ha! Wow! Um, and so this so was a DM. He is yes.
0: Wait, he slid. Well, no, it's a well, dating no. Up. He, it's he a sent dating me a up. message he, oh. on the app.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um. That's a DM. That's a DM.
0: That's a DM. Yeah, Yeah, he slid to the DMs. Um,
1: and so I've had like a decent amount of like guys who have messaged being like, "Oh, I'm gonna like go find it," or "Ooh, what like team and like things like that," where I'm like, (laughs) obviously you're not paying attention to anything else because I literally have a picture of me and David Robinson in a Duke shirt Mm -hmm. on my profile. So someone's not paying attention. Um, but when he sent me that one and the Vern hands comment, I was like, "Oh wow, he actually legitimately does listen to this podcast." And
2: he still went out with you?
1: Uh, no, we have not gone out. he asked me what I thought about this year's team um, mm-hmm. and then that was the last we spoke and you just said listen and to the podcast yeah right that's I mean it's all there it's are you, all so are there you, uh, so you're
2: the, using the, the dating profile as a marketing tool yes. for the podcast that's I,
1: I want to see how it reads with what's likely our main <laughs> oh audience oh my god are, are you like doing
3: this with other people 30 something <laughs> year old
1: men <laughs>
0: You're, do our, basketball you're right? inviting others into our podcast. <laughs> I do like, too, that she's like in the profile, like, go out and find it if you want it. And then someone's in, she's like, fuck this creep. <laughs> 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 Ew,
1: a close. Oh, a close. no. When he messages me after we release this podcast and is like, what the hell is that? Um, or unmatches me, it's because of me. <laughs> I
0: mean, it'd be cool for the pod. I don't want to, like, listen.
2: We don't want to put any expectations on
1: you, but it
0: would be really great, Ariana, if you would go on a date with him for the podcast. And I guess it's just a matter of how much you care about the podcast. Definitely not putting any pressure on you. Please don't do anything you're not comfortable with. But think of the content too. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's true. I mean, it would Sal Rondesman is sitting there waiting for oh a shot. Oh my god! I, he'd go on the date.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I'll tell you
2: what, though, Sal would absolutely fill this shed with farts. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> well, like, Sal, they call it him. Oh.
1: Like Italian sub farts, like loaded whoa, with whoa whoa provolone. New Jersey and Michael. Yeah, whoa. It, it we would have be.
2: sponsors. You can't talk about sub sandwiches like that. I hey. didn't say.
1: Hey, I didn't say. The, I didn't say the sandwich was bad. I, I just said I see, the I sandwich see. going okay. through Saul's body is bad. Yeah,
0: and to be fair, New Jersey Mycicles is not one of our sponsors, but we do have sponsors. Oh do, yeah,
2: this was a really interesting story. So we yeah. so we maintain a. At, yes, uh, Cameron Lazy's email. Yeah, we do, actually, don't we? we? do,
1: we do. Yeah. Lazy's at gmail.com. Oh, do you know how to get it? <laughs> I, I do. So
2: we part of this story, Shane, that we're telling is that we knew how to well, get
1: it Well,
0: I, this is from before, <laughs> back when we were getting I, it. right. It's so. like
1: one of us has access to the Twitter profile, uh, one of us has access to the Gmail. That's
0: right, that's right. But no, this you're right, this, yeah. this came in the email. Um,
2: we uh, we had kind of, you know, obviously uh, stopped production mm-hmm. of the podcast. Uh, due to uh, due to the social distancing yep. and the the covid uh, 19 pandemic yep
1: and go uh, get your boosters uh,
0: well let's talk uh, political.
2: <laughs> really ariana um, <laughs> <laughs> man didn't like that no that's <laughs> uh, actually <laughs> makes me not want to max of tyranny <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah. uh so we we discovered that in that time we'd actually com- lost uh, mm-hmm. uh, an email from a potential sponsor yeah. And uh, uh, Shane's got uh, the material uh, and uh, is going to do our ad read.
0: Yeah, this, and I've actually, you know, this guy, mm-hmm. I've since communicated with him a few times. Okay. He's a really nice guy. He's a, he's a Swedish guy. His name's Niklas Eggstrom, and he works for the Stockholm Candy Company. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know anything about the candy scene in Sweden, Ariana, what's the big one?
1: Uh, Swedish fish, hands of, down. Of
0: course, yeah. So this is not, they're not the Stockholm they the Malmo candy company. Okay. Okay. And so the Stockholm candy company is kind of a lower budget. They're, they're the guerrilla warfare. You know what I'm saying? They're okay. trying to like do gorilla marketing. They're trying to get their name out mm-hmm. there. And Engstrom has his own personal history with the Swedish fish people. They're not friendly. Oh, wow. Okay. So he, t- he told me all this. And so he came up with a great snack. And this is in January, 2020. Okay. He finally came up with the thing that he said, this is going to be the one. And he said, look, they, they've done, let's admit they've done a few right things. They have a location. They have an animal. Okay, it's everybody knows it's a great brand. Swedish Fish, Sour Patch Kids, a location, yeah, the, the, location sour patch, the Sour Patch, an animal, a kid, yeah, a goat. Um, so, so all the we, good people are saying that. Yeah, Mike and Ike's the location, Mike's house. What is the animal and Ike? Okay, mm-hmm. they, they all follow the same formula, just like Swedish Fish. So Nicholas Engstrom said to me, we got this email back then. and He said, "This is finally got the thing that's going to do it." And in January 2020, he released Wuhan Bat Snacks. Uh huh. He released Wuhan bat snacks and this was in honor of the famous, I don't know if people have heard of these, but there's these famous bat caves um, outside the Wuhan, the city of Wuhan in, uh, in China. Uh, and so, you know, these bats, I mean, they're studied for miles around. And, and what happened was they got a little unlucky because these bats, he wanted to make news for the candy. Okay, Wuhan bat snacks. I mean, they're really good. He sent me a bunch of free ones. Um, what you happened... haven't shared them? Well, at this point, they're stale. They're they're better stale. But look, here's what happened is that the bats from Hold Wuhan. On. Excuse me. You were you were eating
2: the Wuhan bat snacks?
1: Without us.
2: Yes. In like February 2020. Yeah, Without
0: right. us. That's right. In Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Uh,
2: and you still have the bat snacks? Yeah.
0: Here, yeah, in the studio, yeah, okay. Well, they're a different variant.
2: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> no, but re- listen, listen. So uh, what happened is the Wuhan bats. Are you feeling? Are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling a little warm? I'm warm. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this going.
1: Oh, please do, please do. There's we, nothing. We there's have... nothing
2: funnier than the COVID nineteen pandemic. The
1: Wuhan. bats. I think, a... I
2: think we have we have figured that out. There's nothing funnier than COVID
0: <laughs> itself. Right,
1: we also have a sponsor to honor. Let's That's right. be real.
0: Yeah, okay. and, and so what happened was the bats in Wuhan were scapegoated um, because a Chinese lab started the COVID nineteen. It ruined his marketing. This guy, and I, we're, so we're just here. Look.
1: All the Just banter aside. Just trying to aside, help out a candy maker in Dire Street. Wuhan
0: Bat Snacks, they're really good. It's its a tough sell. We get that right now, but this guy, he paid us. He said, get the word out there. I know you guys have a huge, I may have exaggerated our, our reach <laughs> in America. We're the only advertiser in America. Nobody will import these things. If you're traveling abroad. Go figure. In Senegal, Nigeria. <laughs> Jordan, the country of Jordan, uh-huh. I, I'm dead. or Romania, I yeah. have died. you can find these in some some of their markets. Okay, yeah. so just give them a shot. That's all we're asking. Okay, um, one, one of us is asking. That. Yes, that's me. To I'm clarify, <laughs> snack. come to Durham, uh, try the omicron variant. Of the... Oh God! So that so there you go, there you go, folks. Great. Oh man.
2: Well. So, so maybe we we're searching for new sponsors.
1: Yeah. If yeah. you would love um, to sponsor the Cameron Lazies, we really need to upgrade.
0: Uh, yeah. Ever since ISIS. Sponsored <laughs> us. Although Sleepy Joe Pajamas
2: was, was really, really good.
0: <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I and mean, he's the president now. Yeah. He, so, he
2: I mean, think of it. We, oh, were, there. Right. we were there. We were on there on the ground floor. God, so that was funny. He should yeah. really, the president should be honoring us. That's right. That's maybe right. we
1: can get him to make an appearance on the next <laughs> pod.
2: I don't know. I don't know what he sounds like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow! I love that you just assumed that you would be doing the Joe Biden well, I impression. did. I did
0: the best Coach K. Yeah. Well, I would just say do the Coach K, and just make but just change okay. the specifics to Biden, and I think okay. it'll, it'll work great. Yeah. Something about a
2: train. I really,
0: I've never paid attention to this. Thing. <laughs> just be forgetful and, and sleepy. Okay. Jesus. Right, People are gonna listen and go like, this guy's actually a conservative propagandist. There's nothing funnier than oh doing. Oh my god! Sort of oh my god! Okay. Um,
1: Quality podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. What
0: do you guys? What else? What else do we want to say? What else do we want to do? Have we? Have we um, hit the main beats? Well,
2: so uh, you know, we got the team is going to go to the lab. Yep. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Not that lab. Not. That
1: <laughs> lab. Um, the, We've so got two weeks. Right. Two weeks before our next game to figure things out.
0: Yeah, um, they're going to go transform themselves in the bat cave right. but not that that cave i mean that didn't work no no
2: um so i think we're finally in in the time in between uh the next uh, this game we'll finally do our what happens when coach k retires episode yes. oh we have plenty of time let's get we creative do. let's get creative, uh, uh, creative because we got to think about who potential next uh you know the next coach would be you know what we kind of hire we
1: have the next coach what <laughs> We have the next head coach. It's already, he's already been chosen. Is that news to you, Aaron? (laughs) What? Oh my God. The look on Aaron's face right now. I wish you all could see it. He doesn't know. He really doesn't know. Tell him.
2: Is it, it's, it's
1: Take um, a guess. Who do you think it's going to be? Okay.
2: Uh, Well, I always thought it was, this is a fun game. Um, I thought Johnny Dawkins kind of aged out. Yep. Um, uh, which is not He's the, chilling at UCF yeah, a, And a, they almost beat us They did In the Zion baby doc, Ball.
0: Baby Doc Duvalier was there Doing his thing <laughs> Uh huh Yep What? Baby Doc And did... then I added Duvalier Because that's a Haitian dictator Yeah I was going to say I thought that was a dictator No it is Okay I, you know, Papa was... Dawkins Baby Doc Baby yeah. Doc Duvalier I see I knew I knew that what you were doing I'm on your wavelength
1: This is why our other podcast That's just you and me Works so well That's right
2: um, go on Deadway. Yeah, so not Johnny Dawkins. <laughs> it's not gonna be Johnny Dawkins. Um
1: this is so fun.
2: Uh Qu- Quinn Snyder? No.
0: Quinn Cook? Not Quinn Cook. Okay. He's still in the league, isn't he? Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's out there. Ish. He's out there. Yeah, yeah, he's doing his thing.
1: Yeah. He's playing he's, well. He's cooking. That's right. Um but yeah, Quinn Snyder's not gonna leave his NBA gig. No, he he's an NBA. A, he's gig. gig. Yeah, he's the head coach of ooh. uh No, the the Jazz. Yeah, the Jazz.
2: He has either Jokic or Nurkic. Um, Oh, no! Cook
0: is playing with Hlokomotiv Kuban right now.
1: I was going to say, I thought the whatever team he was on dropped him. Isn't
0: Nurkic a guy? I don't think so. You want him to be the coach?
1: (laughs) I think you're thinking Jokic!
0: Jokic! (laughs) So he's throw, throw his hat in the ring.
1: <laughs> Listen, so, I can't be expected to know. I'm gonna have to, the cut, I'm gonna have to cut
0: this segment off where That's we're talking right. about Coach cage replacement <laughs> in a speculative fashion. Yes. <laughs> No, we, already, we had a whole episode. We
2: planned to do I... this episode last the last season. We oh, said, what happens yeah. when... Wh-
1: who's
0: next? No, yeah. you're right. We can't back off now. We still have to do we it. We have to do it. We have to do it. And so people are going to... I get what people are
1: going to say. I
2: the know. I know decided. who the new coach is. Who is it? It's Wojo.
0: That's it.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. exactly right. Spot on. Yes. Yep.
0: Um, do, you but,
1: really, do you really not know, though? Of course. I
0: know. Come on. Of course I know. He's, He's not going to say it, though, now. Yeah. It's uh
1: Who is it? Who is it?
2: It's um I, of course I know it. St. Paulus. I know it. I know it. St. Paulus. <laughs> is a uh Jim is a head gem. coach somewhere. Niagara. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh and Bobby Hurley
0: is somewhere. Oh, up it's there Hurley. Too. It's Hurley. It's Hurley. Oh it's not Hurley. It's not Hurley. It's not Hurley. Okay, I know who it is. You're on the right track. It's a white guy who played for Duke and won a title.
2: Leitner.
1: Yep. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it.
2: They weren't able to discover any skeletons in his closet. None
1: whatsoever. Yeah,
0: no, he's lived it clean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's
0: lived a clean one. So We thoroughly vetted him, and he's ready to go. Okay,
2: no, I, if it's a white guy that played for Duke, then I know the answer. And won a championship.
0: Yeah.
2: It's Grayson Allen.
0: Beautiful. Cherokee Parks.
2: Cherokee Parks won
0: in... I believe he was on the Leitner team as like a sub. Yeah, 92. 90- he comes 90, back to game second one. Yeah, 92, he's probably a freshman. Okay. Yeah.
1: I feel like for our episode of who Coach K's replacement is, Aaron, you need to come in with a full list of the possibilities, their mm-hmm. pluses and minuses, mm-hmm. and then narrow it down to your top choices and okay. who you would pick if you were the AD. Yes. I want it and,
0: to be us doing that back and forth. Right. <laughs> and every, every three minutes, you're like, John Shire is the yeah. next coach yes. of Duke. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you both need to stop. What are we doing?
2: That would be ridiculous. Hiring <laughs> Shire as the coach? I know. I know he's untested. Frassy. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, it's not going to work. All right. Well, this was fun unlike yeah. the last night's game. Uh, um let's call it. Yeah. Uh do we have any have any parting thoughts or do you just want to part and say parting is the sweetest silence? <laughs> silence? It's sorrow. Parting is the sweetest silence. It's they combine the words. Right. Yeah, no, those. This is is
2: very. <laughs> God, we, should have, we should
1: have
0: killed this ten
2: could, minutes ago.
1: You can tell that it's late because we're saying nothing. <laughs> Nurkic
2: Not- is a basketball player. Yeah, sure.
1: If you say so. <laughs> Who the
3: hell is Nurkic? And then we had four, at least four guys getting cramps. Well, this is a magical place.